Yeah, thank you. Wow. I don't know if you guys are cold, but I feel cold. Are you cold? We kind of wanted it to feel like a stable in here, so hopefully, hopefully you guys get the full effect. I just want to welcome all of you. Thank you for coming tonight. I know it's a busy night, Christmas Eve, wrapping those gifts and putting together toys for kids and all that, but we appreciate you guys being here, and I just want to wish everyone a very Merry, Merry Christmas. When we say Merry Christmas, it's amazing. Christmas, it's, it's such a great time of the year. Uh, to many, it's the best time of the year. I always love Christmas, and so I've always loved it. But to some, Christmas is the worst time of the year. Because I, I always think for myself, I love Christmas because it's a chance to reminisce, to remember back to those simpler times when, at least for me, when the, the most pressing thing on my mind was, will I get what I really want for Christmas? And then we grow up and we come to understand the true meaning of Christmas. And that causes us to have a deeper appreciation of what our Lord did for us. But we also have those who still aren't that crazy about Christmas. I mean, to them, really Christmas is just a time of the year when it has more stress. From the Christmas parties, the decorating and all the shopping, trying to find that perfect gift. Some people, they just can't wait for it to be over. So there's a lot to Christmas. It comes with, with a ton of moving parts. And it's hard to believe is through all the stuff that goes with Christmas, it's just how many people miss the true meaning of Christmas. They miss the true meaning of Christmas. They get so wrapped up with all the other stuff that they miss the true meaning. Tonight I always wanted to talk about the people who miss Christmas. And if we think that this is a modern thing because of Santa and reindeer and elves and shopping and decorating and all the other stuff that causes so many people to miss Christmas. Uh, you may be surprised at how many people miss the first Christmas. So what I'd like to do is just take a quick look back at the very first Christmas, all those 2,000 years ago, and the people who missed it. When we go back to Bethlehem, again, all the way back 2,000 years ago. There were a number of people who missed it. So let's start with the Gospel of Luke. We just, Brandon and I just read through Luke and Matthew, but we'll start in Luke. And we'll look at the Gospel of Matthew as well. And just these three who miss Christmas. We're just going to look at three. And really, when you look at the story of Christmas, because there were many more than three. But let's just focus in on these three people who miss Christmas. So I don't know if you have your Bibles tonight. That's okay if you don't. You can just follow along or listen. But if you want to, you can turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. We just read it. But it's interesting to read it again and look at it with some more detail. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. The people who miss Christmas. And here in Luke chapter 2, we have this wonderful description of the birth of Christ. So Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 1. And again, God's Word tells us, it says, Now it happened in the days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, a census to be taken through all the inhabited earth. And it was the first census taken while Quinerus was governor of Syria. And everyone was going to be registered for the census, each to his own city. And so Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of David, the family of David, to register along with Mary. And it says, And now it happened that while they were there, the days were fulfilled for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the guest room. Here we meet the first person who missed Christmas. In in verse 7, the Legacy Bible, it it says there is no place for them in the guest room. 
Guest room is, 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 is an inn or a lodging room. And so what we have here is because of the census is Joseph, Joseph had to go back to his ancestral, ancestral city, and that was Bethlehem. And so that's where he, he and Mary go. And so because of the census, Bethlehem was a small city, but it was now overflowing with people. So they get there, they can't find a place to stay. Everything's booked up. There's no room for them. But they're told by an innkeeper that they could stay in the animal shelter, which is like a stable for travelers to, to keep their animals in while they stayed in the inn. So it's not much, but at least it's a roof and they have some hay to sleep in. And while they're there, Mary goes into labor. And it tells us in verses 6 and 7, while they were there, the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to her firstborn child, a son. And she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in the manger because there was no lodging available for them. So this is how Luke tells us how our Lord Jesus was born. And so it's, it's just Mary and Joseph. Remember, we've been looking at Mary in these past uh, three weeks here and how precious Mary really is. She's how faithful and trusting she is. She just trusts the Lord. And she understands who this baby is and how blessed she is. But here she is giving birth to the Savior of the world in a stabler, in a stable with Joseph. Now, it's interesting. We don't know how old Joseph was at this time, but most likely he was somewhere around 20 to 22 years old. So he was a little over eight or nine years older than Mary. I'm sure he did what he could to help Mary, but, but really the two of them were alone. And God's Word also doesn't tell us any details about the innkeeper either. But, but all we do know is that he really wasn't interested in what was going on because there's no mention of him at the birth. And since Mary and Joseph were mainly alone, it looks like he, he didn't go get any help. Maybe something like this had happened to him before, but we have no mention of him getting someone to help Mary or even going to check on them. And so the innkeeper missed Christmas. He's the first person who missed Christmas. And we asked the question, why? Why did he miss Christmas? One word, preoccupation. The innkeeper was so concerned with the fact that because of the census, he had a full in and he was busy taking care of all of the stuff. And he had so much stuff going on that he missed Christmas. The very first Christmas. Now, I don't think that he was, the innkeeper was unloving or he was an uncaring guy, but he was so preoccupied. He was preoccupied. He was too busy to notice what was going on right in his own stable. And really, this is what we can still see going on today. As we look around in the world in 2023, we can still see that so many people, they're just so preoccupied with their own life. They have so much going on that they don't even know what the real meaning of Christmas is. And so back here in Bethlehem, the innkeeper was just too preoccupied. And he missed one of the most amazing moments in all of history. And it happened right in his own stable. So the first person that missed Christmas was the innkeeper. And now if you want, you can turn over to me to the Gospel of Matthew. We find the second person who missed Christmas. In the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 2, Matthew chapter 2 and verses 1 through 3, we're going to find the next, the next guy. So the innkeeper missed it. And now we have another person who missed it. Matthew chapter 2 and verses 1 through 3. God's Word tells us, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have saw the, saw the star in the east, and we have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. So here we have King Herod, the second person who missed Christmas. 
And not only did it miss Christmas, but really notice all Jerusalem did too. But when the Magi come to Herod, they say, hey, we saw the star. We have come to worship the king of the Jews who's been born. And it says Herod was troubled. And this word for troubled, it means to agitate, to cause one inward commotion. But why did the birth of a baby do this to Herod? Well, because King Herod was a political madman who sought all the glory and grandeur for himself. And so when he heard the rumor of another king being born, he panicked. Herod, Herod, he was immediately threatened even though this was a baby and he was an old man. And Herod was not really a nice man. In fact, he was an extremely wicked man. He would go, even go so as far as to kill his own sons to hold on to the power that he had. And he was king of Judea and he loved that. He loved that power. It fit with his ambition and his style and his plans and with his lifestyle. And so any threat to that, it panicked him. And so we have Herod missing Christmas. What was his reason? Why? Pride. One word, pride. Herod, because he was king, he thought he had it all and his pride told him this is the way to live. He was living the good life. He had everything he wanted. He was the one with the power. He was the captain of his own ship. He wasn't about to give up the reign to another king. There'll be no Lord in his life but Rome or himself. So Herod missed Christmas. And again, as we look around in 2023, we can see that all over. There are so many people out there who miss the true meaning of Christmas because they don't want our Lord Jesus to Lord over their life. You know, they might be okay with Him as Savior. But Lord, that's just asking too much. Because they don't want anyone telling them how to live their lives. They don't want anyone to tell them how to, that they're going to lose their own self-determination. They're so fearful of giving up their own plans. They don't want to lose their own priorities. They don't want to lose their own values. They lose their own morals. They don't want to they don't want to come to Christ because it can cramp their style. And so they miss Christmas because they don't want anyone but themselves ruling in their life. That would mean they would have to change the way they live, the way they think, the way they talk and act. They want to run the show. They, don't want, they, they want to be their own King Herod. They want to be king of their own little kingdom. So we see this all over the world today. They're, it's just full of Herods out there who cry, they cry out, we will not have this man to reign over us. And so people miss Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas. And again, this is nothing new because here in Luke and Matthew 2,000 years ago, there are also people who missed Christmas. The first we looked at is the innkeeper. He missed it. The second, King Herod, he missed it. And now the third group who missed Christmas. Look at Matthew chapter 2 and verses 4-6. through six. Matthew 2, 4-6. through six. So King Herod is very troubled. He's agitated. So what does he do? Well, God's Word tells us, and gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he was inquiring of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judea, are by no means the least among leaders of Judea, for out of you shall come forth a leader who will shepherd my people Israel. So here we have the third group who missed that first Christmas, the chief priests and the scribes. So Herod's troubled, and he calls together his experts, his brain trust, the theologians. The chief priests were the high priests, the, 
the captain of the temple police, and they were the best of all the priests of all the orders. And they had great administrative skills and great teaching skills and, and great leadership skills. And, and, and then they became these chief priests. And they were the minds. They were the brains. They were the theological minds of the day. And they knew all the Scriptures and their friends, the scribes, who were the interpreters and the ones who, who knew the culture and the history that surrounded all the biblical data and the combination of all these men, they all got together and they said, we know where the Messiah is to be born. And they quoted Micah chapter 5, verse 2, the Old Testament prophet who said Bethlehem. So they knew. They knew. And it's interesting because the Jewish people, ever since Moses said that there would come one known as that prophet, He's the, the one person that they look for all through their history. They were looking for a delivery, deliverer. And here, they're under Roman oppression. They had longed for such a one to come. And they knew where he would be born. And here comes the wise men. And they tell him, we saw the star and, and, and we're going to see this long-awaited deliverer. But all these chief priests and scribes did you notice they don't even bother to go and see for themselves? So here are the brains in the, of the theology. Here are the ones who knew it all, but they never even bothered to walk the two to three miles south to Bethlehem to find out for themselves if this was the Messiah. And so they missed Christmas. Why? One word. Indifference. They just didn't care. They just didn't care. You see, to them, the coming of the Messiah, it was no big deal. They, they didn't need a Messiah. Why? Because they thought they were already self-righteous. They were already perfect. They already kept the law. They thought they, already, they, they thought they were already everything that God could ask of them. And so really, it's a proud, another proud indifference. Like Herod had suffered from pride, these guys had this proud indifference. And they missed Christmas. Because what did they need with a Savior? What did they need with the Messiah? They were all right. They were all right just the way they were. And again, we can see this today as we look around in 2023. We can see people with this indifference of not realizing their own state of sinfulness. There are so many today who miss Christmas because of that. They ignore Christ because they, they don't know they're sinful. They don't even care about the Savior because they don't even understand that they need to be saved. They don't understand that the wages of sin is death. And that sin sends people into an eternal hell. They don't understand that, so they ignore the remedy. Because they don't feel they have the disease. The innkeeper missed Christmas because of his preoccupation. Herod missed Christmas because of his pride. And the Sanhedrin and the scribes missed Christmas because of their indifference. And really back 2,000 years ago, like we just saw, there were so many more who missed Christmas. And so please, this year, don't miss Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas. Don't let preoccupation, pride, or indifference cause you to miss Christmas, the true meaning of it. The true meaning of Christmas is that the baby born in that stable in Bethlehem is Jesus. And Jesus is God. And God wanted us to hang our lives on Him so he came down and said, here's how. It's through my son, Jesus Christ, who lived and died and rose to give us life. Really, Christmas without Christ, Christmas without Christ is no more meaning than any other day in our life. 
but with Christ. Every day has as much meaning as Christmas because every day is Christmas. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld His glory. What glory? The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We saw that it was God and we gave Him our lives. That's the meaning of Christmas. But don't miss the true meaning of Christmas tomorrow. And if you're here and you're not sure about it, please come see me or Pastor Brandon. Like the angel said to the shepherds, the shepherds did not miss Christmas. But like the angel said to the, the angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The people who miss Christmas don't miss the true meaning of Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that You'll touch the hearts of those who need to put your faith in You and receive Christ tonight. We pray for Your glory that Christmas, the true meaning of Christmas is You, Lord, becoming human flesh to save sinners. We pray, Father, that this might be a Christmas of salvation for everyone here. Help us to never miss another Christmas. We ask all this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.